The following is a presentation of KSL Sports. First and 12. A total roundup of this weekend's BYU football and the new look Big 12 Conference. First and 12 is sponsored by Macy's Grocery Store. Your hosts are Mitch Harper and Alex Keery on KSL News Radio and the KSL Sports Zone. Happy Sunday, everyone, coming to you from Stillwater, Oklahoma. It's been an eventful Thanksgiving holiday weekend. Big 12 football was crazy this week, and we're going to unpack all of it here on First and 12. I'm Mitch Harper, as always, with Alex Carey, your weekly check-in to all things Big 12 football. Alex, we've arrived at the end of the regular season. Can you believe it? Oh, man. Uh, it's the end of the football season for us, at least, doing the uh – doing the BYU broadcast and doing all the uh, – my I realized I did my last pregame and my last postgame. That was a little bit yeah. sad, right? I mean, BYU hasn't been to a bowl or hasn't missed a bowl since 2017, and so we're just used to something going on in December. So we'll see. Uh, I, I don't know if you uh, – I'm going full – I'm getting into full character today, Mitch. I got my full Mike Gundy voice on. <laughs> it's just, I love my, it. my My raspiness actually works out for guys like doing my Mike Gundy impersonation. And so how was Oklahoma State, though? Were you like – I mean, did you get to Eskimo Joe's? That's kind of – I don't care about the game at this point. I want to know about Eskimo Joe's. I want to know if it's overrated. We heard so much about it. I want to know what happened. Eskimo Joe's absolutely lives up to the hype. The wow. cheese fries are incredible. They okay. are amazing. Like, you're talking like – because when they told us got to get the cheese fries at Eskimo mm-hmm. Joe's, I thought, okay, you could go to training table in 1997 <laughs> and, get, and get cheese fries probably be okay. How is this any, be- how is this any better? There's a there's a little bit of spice on the sauce and there's like a jalapeno version. I, I went hot on them and yeah, it, they just a lot of a lot of flavors coming at you with the cheeses and it is so good and the fries are really good. They're they're hot, fresh. I was impressed because I like you. I thought this is kind of one of the the appointment stops on the Big yes. Twelve food tour is yes. Eskimo Joe's. Even it even got a mention on College Game Day on Saturday from Lee Corso uh, when they were talking about BYU and Oklahoma State. So. Yeah, it it's definitely lives up well, to the hype for for Cougar fans that come to Stillwater in the future. You've got to go to Eskimo Joe's. It's a legit spot. It is. It's legit. And now we can end the show. We can just end it right here because we already yep. did a food review. <laughs> We're out. <laughs> That's it. That's the end of it. Uh, all right. Let's jump in here. We're going to get to our Big Twelve headlines. It is, of course, uh, the top of how we take care of every week. Let's do it. Twelve. Twelve headlines. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 11, the dozen storylines that shape this week of Big 12 football. Headline one. You know, I was just glad we didn't have to do any calculus to try to figure out who's going to be in the Big 12 championship game. <laughs> Texas knew that if they took care of business and they beat Texas Tech, they were going to be able to make it to the Big 12 championship game in Arlington. And that's exactly what they did. A 57-7 drubbing of the Texas Tech Red Raiders down there in Austin. I mean, I knew they were going to beat him, but I didn't know it was going to be by 50, Mitch. My heavens. It was a total beatdown. What a way for Texas to close out its Big 12 era in the regular season by thumping an old rival in Texas Tech. Number two, Texas, the way they celebrated inside DKR was noteworthy. They trolled Brett Yormark. They played the video from August where Brett Yormark was talking to Texas Tech boosters saying, hey, I'm going to be there in Austin Thanksgiving weekend. You better take care of business. They played that after the 50-point beatdown, <laughs> and uh, I, you got to think Texas loved that victory lap over your mark. Who did uh, show up on the 40 acres for that game? 
I'm sure your mark wasn't thrilled to see that outcome. No, look, I would look. That's exactly how you handle it, though. Someone talks trash on you and says you're not going to be able to do it, <laughs> and I hope you don't pull it off. And then you go, whoops, and you play the video up on the big board, especially because what they get one more game that the Big 12 is going to oversee. That's it. So you get to chalk trash all you want. You got the W. You got your uh, your Big 12 championship game appearance, and there you are. That's it. That's the end of it. Uh, number three on the list here, Oklahoma State, of course. Yesterday, the big takedown of BYU, the second overtime win was exciting in a lot of aspects. It was also a heartbreaker in so many others. But the double overtime, at the very least, Mitch, since you were there, that thing was uh, that was quite a game at the end and quite an interesting one to end on for BYU. Wild finish. It was a half-empty stadium, but people that were in the stands sitting through that weather tell me it was the loudest, uh, one of the loudest settings they've been to. It, it gets loud inside Boone Pickens Stadium, and Oklahoma State punches their ticket to the Big 12 championship game. We'll have more on that coming up a little bit later. Number four, though, headline, BYU, no bowl game. First time since 2017. It's only the second time since 2005 BYU's not going to the postseason. As you noted in the opening set, Alex, these are kind of new waters for BYU as they navigate life in the Power Five. Right. Well, uh, and with that, only one Big 12 newcomer is going to go to a bowl this season. It's UCF. The Knights getting a win over Houston, 27-13. BYU's looking at it going, shoot, we should have gotten a game against Baylor or Houston on the schedule this year. <laughs> they did get a freebie against Cincinnati, but my heavens, yeah. Uh, you're you're uh, going into the bowl season with only one of your new teams, and they only made it as a 6-16. Six it, it is not easy to go to the Power Five. That transition is real. All these teams are showing you why this year. Uh, number five. Oh, excuse me. I think you just did that one. But, uh, no, yeah, just the just just those guys going in. And, and obviously, uh, the saddest one of all, of everybody in the Big 12, who was cheering on BYU all weekend were the Oklahoma Sooners, who absolutely blast TCU 69-45. to I'm not sure if that's a great indicator of what kind of a team uh, Oklahoma is. Give up 45 points to a very, very bad TCU team right now. But Sooners end up third in the Big 12 because BYU uh, can't get the win over Oklahoma State. I just think back to after Red River, Barry Switzer of Oklahoma, great. He did a video with Dylan Gabriel and said, Sooner Nation, this is our leader. We can't wait for that rev- another uh, crack at the Longhorns in Arlington. Like, everyone was just ready to anoint oh, yeah. Oklahoma oh, yeah. to the championship game. Well, Big, Big 12 had other ideas as Oklahoma does not make it to Arlington. They Their era in the Big 12 has come to a close. Number seven, TCU becomes the first team since 2010. That was Texas did not make a bowl game after playing in the national championship. Look, Sonny Dykes built up a lot of good for, goodwill in that first year, making that nas- uh, national championship game run. The hypno-toads, toads, it was all the rage. But this was a huge letdown year, too. Any momentum that they gained last year completely wiped out this season with a losing record. Look, I get you have uh, Max Duggan, you know, going out the door, but he was your backup last year, right? And so yeah. you had all these athletes, and you were not able to string together uh, any sort of – I mean, we would have been, like, fine with a 9-3 and three or 8-4 and four season, but I think in terms of people looking at how disappointing some of the teams have been in the Big 12 this year, TCU tops that list. Iowa State taking down Kansas State last night in, in one of the more snowy games I've ever seen. Farmageddon delivers a high-scoring game in the snow, even 42-35 Iowa State. And you know what, Iowa State, Mitch, I've just been impressed, man. I can't believe that they had the season that they did. I know it was seven and five, but they go to the they go to the bowl and they're gonna uh, they're going to a bowl game. They had a great conference uh, run as well, 
uh, despite the fact that everybody went, well, you guys are going to be bad because of all the offseason stuff. And, uh, and, and Iowa State delivered, man. The Cyclones getting the win over Kansas State. Kansas State was one of the teams we thought were going to be a dark horse for that Big 12 championship. And, uh, you know, Iowa State said, no, thank you. Would not be surprised if Iowa State's a way-too-early kind of trendy team in top 25 polls this January. Number nine, Jason Bean gets the start at quarterback once again for Kansas. He returned from injury. And the Jayhawks take down Cincinnati. They get to eight wins in a regular season. First time since 2008. Been 15 years. Nice job by Kansas getting that victory. You know what's wild is with Jason Bean in there, think about Jalen Daniels, how the, how the year turns out, right? He's the Big 12 preseason offensive player of the year. And uh, we just never – he never got going after those injuries. And so, for them to get to eight wins, I think with Jason Bean kind of leading things up, the future's still bright in Kansas, especially because Lance Leipold is, is doing a really, really good job there changing the culture over. Uh, the culture over. West Virginia also gets to eight wins and has, de- and has probably uh, outlived all the expectations that anybody – they were the ones that, that really showed out this year in Big 12 play, the Mountaineers getting a win uh, after defeating Baylor. But eight and four on the season, I, I think they're even if they want him gone, Neil Brown's gonna have to stick around another year. Well, that's the thing I was wondering, you know, Alex. It feels like Neil Brown does he parlay this little bit of success into maybe another job because this coaching carousel pool, it's not too deep. We're seeing you know Mark Stoops go to Texas A and M and Jonathan Smith going to Michigan State, but maybe there's a there's a new landing spot maybe for Neil Brown so he can parlay this success maybe because it still seems like West Virginia folks are not completely sold on him and a guy that his program is not sold on Baylor Dave Aranda headline number 11 Baylor Bears close out the season at three and nine they had eight home games this year Alex and they go three (laughs) and nine you wonder what happens next with Dave Aranda yeah when Texas State blew him out at the beginning of the year uh and a very very limping into the game Utah team barely beat him there you thought what is going on down in Waco but yeah they're a mess Dave Aranda, I mean, you know how it is. Even though Baylor doesn't historically have this insane program, they've turned things around quite a bit, and the expectations are going to be high. I think you're going to see Dave Aranda out of there. I would I would imagine it would be in the next few weeks here, but uh, maybe they give him an extra chance. I don't know. Uh, and then finally, nine teams from the, from the Big 12 are now bowl eligible. Nine teams going to bowls. BYU not one of them. Houston not one of them. Cincinnati not one of them. Who else missed bowls that I'm missing out on here on this one? TCU and Baylor. There it is. There it is. Could you believe it? TCU and Baylor. Those are two that you wouldn't have put on the list, right? <laughs> two teams the last two years that were in the Big 12 championship game. No bowl game for either one of those teams. Wild. We're going to break this thing down around the corner. BYU versus Oklahoma State, the two-overtime thriller. Although BYU fans not that thrilled, of course, with the outcome, especially how they started things off. We'll break that down. Uh, Mitch is down in Stillwater, Oklahoma still. Uh, I'm ba- I'm holding the farm down here in Salt Lake, and we are breaking down. First and 12 here for you, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone and KSL News Radio. Back around the corner, more to come. Stay with us.